gentlemen, welcome to the D-Rich Show, where we talk anything and everything crypto. Now, here's your host, D-Rich. Hey everybody, welcome back to the D-Rich Show. This is D-Rich and today again is the 11th. And as promised folks, happy Friday. I will come back with another video. I got everything in order as far as how I want to try to present uh, this video with the um, information about Algorand. Uh, also talk to you about uh, some XRP news, some Ripple news, as well as uh, some precious metal news that we want to talk about. Uh, so um, again, this is the first time that I was uh, I'm able to do a video um, late. Um, I got some good rest in between time, so I should be uh, primed and ready to do a, a good video for you all because I think I'll undercut you um, and shortchange you um, from yesterday's video to today's video. So what I wanted to do is really go back over um, Pack Global just real quick, and then uh, we'll move forward with the rest of the video. So anyway, folks, uh, Bitcoin, uh, we're going to go over the market cap as always. Uh, since earlier, 35,413. Ethereum is at 2294. And um, we got Binance Coin 331. And Cardano is uh, dipped down to $1.39, folks. And Dogecoin, again, um, sitting at that trend line of 29 30 $0.31. Cents. Um, but right now is at $0.30. Cents. And since we uh, put out a video earlier, um, XRP has dropped um, about four or five cents there. So um, a great buying opportunity. Um, it looks like the market is overall uh, down um, in respect to um, seeing um, some red in the market. Polkadot is at uh, even $20.01. And uh, um, Uniswap is uh, at $20 as well. And folks, I don't I don't know what happened since uh, earlier today, um, but it looks like they're um, trying to um, put a kibosh on the crypto market. But you know, um, again, if you are um, an experienced um, investor um, or an experienced trader, um, you know how to take advantage of uh, buying opportunities with the dollar cost average method and just being able to look at the market for what it is my gosh look at this thing this thing was 400 bucks now it's 56 dollars mm. well anyway um you know a good buying opportunity folks the market is kind of bleeding right now and again um you know pick your pick and choose when you get in there um you know um i don't know what to say right now as far as the market is concerned because i just woke up and this is just um, I don't know what to just say. Um, it is what it is. So anyway, moving forward, let's go back over um, Pack Protocol real quick. This is uh, PackProtocol.com, um, and I just wanted to go over because I think I um, shortchanged it a little bit because um, I had it on the wrong page. Uh, so my apologies. Um, Pack um, Global um, Protocol, which is a new site or website that they'll have come um, soon. And they're looking forward to an exciting uh, rebranded resource as we put the finishes touches on it. And all frequently asked questions and supporting documents are still available. Our network, your rules, PAC protocol is built on the foundation of 
a first-of-its-kind blockchain technology utilizing both proof-of-stake and deterministic master nodes to offer instant, secure, and low-cost transfers. And without the need for intermediaries and expensive third parties, their technology will also allow users to transact freely with anyone anywhere at any time. And PAC Protocol is a digital network connecting not only merchants and consumers, but business enterprises as well with a fast, secure, and more cost-effective way to send digital transactions globally. And ahead of the PAC, PAC Protocol also offers one of the world's most powerful and secure masternode networks, enabling frictionless transactions worldwide and making them faster, safer, and cheaper. And built upon a massive distributed network and championed by blockchain pioneers and with the total elimination of the middleman. PAC Global is also truly the people's platform for transactional and data transmissions and immutable record keeping. So folks, I mean, you come into um, the Flare Network, um, it's a great addition here. And again, I'll um, let you know that there's this um, wallet. You also have it on the App Store with um, Apple and the Google um, Play. And then here are some exchanges where you can go ahead and get you some pack. You got it at BitTrue, Graviax, Biloxi, and uh, Stake Kuyu. You also have some partners here, um, Tron, which I'm a fan of, Digibyte I'm also a fan of, you got Binance, Dalla Games, Flare Networks as you can see there, um, and many others. And then you also have the Pack Protocol wallets, um, which we discussed earlier too. So um, again, um, I would refer you to uh, a Critical Complex channel to um, get more updates and information on how to set up a masternode and things like that. So at any rate, um, I'll leave it there as we move forward with some Algorand news. Arrington Capital um, launches a hundred million dollar um, fund to invest in Algorand based initiatives. Okay, this was uh, reported on June 10th, which was yesterday. And again, um, my apologies for shortchanging you all on information and news. So if you heard it elsewhere, um, it's a good thing. But, you know, I also wanted to um, circle back <laughs> around, around and uh, uh, report on it. So um, anyway, uh, Seattle, Washington. This is June 10th, 2021. Arrington Capital. Um, a digital asset management firm and blockchain-based capital markets today announced that it has launched a new $100 million USD fund to port support initiatives building on the Algorand network, and a leading, which is a leading blockchain that is accelerating the convergence of decentralized and traditional finance. And the Arrington Algo Growth Fund, AAGF, aims to encourage and spur additional development on Algorand, which has seen significant growth and adoption really recently across DeFi, decentralized finance, traditional finance, and the public sector, and the NFT space, and much more. So um, moving forward, we, they are inspired, um, this quote here, um, by the traction that Algorand has in the market right now with unmatched tech, robust developer resources, and a vision for long-term sustainability. Algorand is empowering its community to more easily create the future of finance, said Michael Arrington, um, who is a partner at 
Arrington Capital. We've gone over um, him as well. Um, we've talked about that in the past. The launch of its fund represents our commitment to supporting the growth and success of the Algorand ecosystem. So folks, um, this is another F asset um, added to the Flare Network. So um, some exciting times. <clears throat> and again, I would uh, most definitely encourage you to add that to uh, your portfolio. So let's go check a look at Algorand real quick. Um, stellar 30 cents there, good buying opportunity, but let's go check out Algorand. That's what we came for. Again, folks, down 12.8% at 93% or 93 cents there. Um, again, I'm always encouraging you to uh, dollar cost average. I will be going in to get me some more Algorand over the weekend. I got a detail coming up tomorrow, which pays me uh, right away. So um, I'm going to take those funds and uh, come back and buy me a little bag of that. Um, anyway, folks, so let's get into some um, XRP news. And this is coming from uh, TCU, the cryptoupdates.com. Um, Luxembourg Finance Minister, Minister signals acceptance of XRP. Um, this is back in um, 2019. I just want to go over it and cover it again um, so we can make sure that we're on track with XRP. I know it's a little bit old, um, but you know, when I see something, um, it's kind of, I mean, I guess I need to report on it. Luxembourg's Manager of Finance, Pierre um, Grimenega, signals the acceptance of XRP. According to reports, uh, the minister welcomes XRP in his country and gives hope to investors. And by this move, the users and investors of Luxembourg and other European countries will get the benefit. Uh, reportedly, XRP gets security clearance <clears throat> from Luxembourg Private Equity and Venture Capital Association, LPEA. After some days of this event, um, that person, um, Grimanga, hinted the acceptance of blockchain uh, technology in the country. So most definitely there's more interest in Ripple, and Ripple is not a security token. Um, private equity of Luxembourg and the private equity of Venture Capital Association released paper showing the affirmation of payment token. The LPEA affirms XRP as a payment token, but not as a security token. So I just wanted to make sure that we reported that these other um, entities um, across uh, the globe are not reporting that XRP is a security. So um, at the end of the day, um, we will receive the clarity um, that we're looking for, um, especially when the uh, Ripple lawyers object the SEC request to extend the discovery deadline. And I do believe the Sunshine Act meeting was uh, pushed out to the 17th and again that number 17 continues to pop up so um, there's no coincidence when it comes to it ripple lawyers uh, again object um, this was june 10th on june 3rd the u.s securities and exchange commission officially asked the federal judge for a 60-day extension uh, discovery in the ripples case the sec claims that it needs more time to find more witnesses um, in the case now, if you come to uh, court with the ironclad um, tight case, you wouldn't need to find more witnesses. You wouldn't need to find more um, information. That means your case is a piece of shit. Okay, so throw it out. Get it resolved. Get over your ego. Get over your pride, you know, and take your loss. Take your L's because you effed up. Plain and simple. 
According to Ripple lawyers, however, the regulator did not provide any compelling reason for another delay. And as a result, the SEC new request poses an existential threat. Remember that word. I mean, existential threat. I've heard that before, that we the people pose an existential threat that they've never seen uh, before. So the company's U.S. business, Ripple lawyer stated in a note of appeal to George Annalisa Torres, the SEC letter missed states Ripple's reasons for opposing the expansion of discoveries. Ripple opposes the extension because the delay will extremely uh, will be extremely detrimental to Ripple and there is no good reason to change its discovery program. So again, folks, we'll leave the uh, information here. There's this document right here from Dropbox from James uh, K. Fallon uh, from uh, Fallon Law. Ripple files its opposition to the SEC request for a 60-day extension. So you read that there. And according to the defense, the SEC knew in advance what facts it needed to have on hand. And again, in addition, they very lack of ev- the very lack of evidence lends credence at Ripple's argument that the SEC acted imprudently with requesting an extension to seek new evidence. And the litigation already threatens Ripple to destroy the company's operation in the United States, the defense added. And at the same time, the exchange regulator claims that the delay is necessary since this has not yet finished analyzing uh, the Ripple documents. Now, um, we've had um, Garlinghouse and Chris Larson respond. We have um, had all of these other folks respond. We even have folks even leave. So I'm not sure what their um, time is with dragging their feet, um, but we all know the end result. Um, when this um, brings clarity, um, again, uh, we're, we're, we're set. The stage is set. So we're in good shape. Um, the lawsuit is just, you know, smoke and mirrors to either uh, distract you from, you know, the prize. So don't even um, sweat the small stuff. Okay, that's... This is just political theater, uh, financial theater. You just got to get through the smoke. So anyway, I just want to um, read this article that was handed to me from Aaron AJ. Thank you so much for um, giving me this. Why is XRP the most misunderstood cryptocurrency? And this was a, a blog of some sort, June 10th, 2021. And I'll read some of it. Not all of it. You can read the rest. Over the years, XRP has been criticized for being centralized in a banker's coin, among other things. Uh, But what is the actual truth and why do many people avoid doing their own research? It's a good question to ask. Why do not people do their research and come to their own conclusions without, you know, um, (laughs) without putting, you know, the, the eyeballs to the paper? So. Um, I encourage you guys to always do your research. Um, Don't listen to me. Don't take my word for it because, again, I'm not a financial advisor. Um, Never is this financial advice. I just kind of do my own thing and dip into the paperwork. And if there's uh, recommendations and suggestions that people throw my way, most definitely I'm going to follow through and um, do my own research as well. So let's begin with the history of XRP. In 2011, three developers began developing a blockchain technology that would not use proof of work and mining to validate transactions, and it would not have its limitations. Uh, 
and they called this technology XRP ledger, which is the XRPL. And the goal was to create a better Bitcoin with a more sustainable and advanced consensus algorithm, excuse me, and to send uh, value efficiently. And guess what? They did it. The XRP ledger settles transactions in three sections, three seconds with transaction fees of less than a penny, which can also process 1500 plus transactions per second and is also eco-friendly. XRP is also deflationary as very as every transaction fee is burned, destroyed, which slowly reduces its supply. And on June 2nd, 2012, they created 100 billion XRP with no way to create any more. And later they decided to start a company now called Ripple to work with the company and also pursue its own mission and business model. It was still in the early days, so they were trying to figure out what worked best. Ultimately, they decided to focus on cross-border payments and improving the banking infrastructure. And as the banking system was running on an old, broken, and corrupted, they said it, I didn't, corrupted system, SWIFT, uh, they wanted to revolutionize the financial system and solve a multi-trillion dollar problem. And you can read the whole history here. So you can read that um, history there, click that link there. And to the, today, Ripple uses XRP and the XRP ledger for cross-border payments and liquidity management. And through it all, it offers instant payments and settlement to financial institutions. And there are over 20 financial institutions at the moment that are using the XRP on a daily basis through Ripple's on-demand liquidity solution. And you can also read more about that report there. Okay, so a common misconception is that Ripple products and RippleNet do not use XRP, but that's wrong. RippleNet is Ripple's payment network and is a suite of products and services. Right now, RippleNet consists of XCurrent, which is the messaging system that all banks are required to have for the exchange of information, and it can also be compared to SWIFT on-demand liquidity which also uses xrp as a bridge currency for instant settlement and to avoid pre-funded liquidity and finally line of credit which also uses xrp and allows financial institutions to borrow xrp and a source capital which is on demand to initiate cross-border payments and increase their working capital and if you want to understand exactly how xrp is used by ripple and why it's revolution revolutionizing the financial and banking system you can go ahead and read that so again um, I'll smash through some of this other stuff um, XRP versus Ripple versus XRP Ledger versus RippleNet you can read all of this um, things like that you got coil all of this other stuff that's down here uh, for you to go over you got it centralized or decentralized let's go ahead and take a peek at that and one of the best misconception is that XRP is centralized and that Ripple controls most of the nodes or that the UNL leads to centralization. But let's look at the facts. XRP's blockchain XRP ledger uses a consensus protocol that relies on validator nodes to record and verify transactions without incentivizing any party. The XRP ledger uses a form of the Federated Byzantine Agreement Consensus algorithm, validators are nodes running on a validating server, meaning they are configured 
to participate in the consensus process for validating transactions and the government of the network. Validators are different from miners in proof of work that Bitcoin uses because they aren't paid when they order and validate transactions. And on the XRP ledger, there are two kinds of nodes. Number one, you got the validators, which were explained above. And number two, you got stock nodes, which protect the validators, store the ledger's history and allow API calls. And today there are over 170 validators and 900 nodes that operate at locations across the globe and are run by a broad range of individuals, universities, institutions, and exchanges. And for consensus to be reached on the network, at least 80% of the validators must agree and Ripple runs only six validators and controls less than 4% of all validators on the network, which gives them no power whatsoever on the XRP ledger. And this means that the XRP network is highly decentralized and we can say that it has a better, more robust and more decentralized structure than guess who, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Okay, anyone, 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 anybody, can run a validator or stock node and is and set up its in minutes you can um, see all the information about the nodes here so boom if you're into nodes and things like that you can check that out so anyway folks um, XRP is um, very misunderstood um, in regards to um, what it's going to do in fact it's going to um, change finance as we know it as we know Bitcoin was designed to be a peer-to-peer -peer digital currency system um, the vision of Satoshi was to use Bitcoin for peer-to-peer -peer transaction and as an alternative payment system that had no central authority. It uses proof-of-work consistent algorithm which uses a mining procedure to validate transactions. And this consensus mechanism has many uh, drawbacks which lead to Bitcoin being useless for what it was designed to do. POW is very limited which makes the Bitcoin network unscalable and Bitcoin transactions slow and expensive. Furthermore, POW is not a sustainable system and consumes huge amounts of energy, which is not eco-friendly. And that's why the XRP creators built XRP and the XRP ledger and more advanced, scalable and sustainable system that would be closer to the real uh, Satoshi's vision. And um, from my understanding, if you um, go and read some things, Satoshi said that um, XRP or the um, Ripple um, was something that he was very much um, liking. So anyway, um, you can read the rest of this. I'll leave it in the article. I don't want to spend too much more time on it. Um, but again, don't misunderstand um, XRP for yourself um, because we already know what it's going to do, what it's meant for. Um, the many different use cases, the many different scenarios that will um, play out um, when it comes to a digital asset like um, XRP. So anyway, I wanted to leave this. This is coming from the um, World Economic Forum about digital assets, distributed ledger technology and the future of capital markets. And this is an insight report from May 2021. It's a PDF format. So I'll have that in the description for uh, you to go over because it's a hundred pages is very very lengthy um, so I want to make sure that I um, uh, send this to you guys so you guys can actually uh, go over it I won't go over it here in the video 
um, but this just kind of breaks down a little bit about different type of market is derivatives, um, you know, loans, things like that. So um, I'll leave that here for you all. Anyway, um, this is coming from the BIS and this was June 10th. The Basel Committee consults on prudential treatment of crypto asset exposures. Basel Committee uh, issues public consultation on preliminary proposals for the prudential treatment of banks, crypto asset exposure. Uh, the proposal split crypto assets into broad groups and those eligible for treatment under the existing Basel framework with some modifications and others such as Bitcoin are subject to a new conservative prudential treatment and the committee invites submissions on the proposals by September 10th. The Basel Committee on Banking Supervision today issued a public consultation on preliminary proposals for the prudential treatment of banks' crypto asset exposures. While banks' exposures to crypto assets are limited, the continued growth and innovation of crypto assets are and related services coupled with the heightened interest of the banks could increase global financial stability and concerns and risks to the banking system in the absence of a specific specified prudential treatment. Um, so let's go ahead and the proposed prudential treatment outline in the consultation divides crypto assets into two broad groups. Let's understand what those two groups are. Group one, crypto assets. These fulfill a set of classification conditions and as such are eligible for treatment under the existing basal framework uh, with some modifications and additional guidance. And these include certain tokenized traditional assets and stable coins. Group two of the crypto assets are those such as Bitcoin that do not fulfill the classification conditions. Since these uh, pose additional and higher risk, they would be subject to a new conservative prudential treatment. Central bank digital currencies are not within the scope of the consultation. The committee welcomes comments and on the proposals, which should be submitted here by September 20th, uh, September 10th, 2021. Um, all submissions will be published on the BIS, BIS website unless a respondent specifically requests confidential treatment. So, um, um, it looks like uh, Bitcoin is going to get a little bit uh, uh, different treatment because um, it doesn't fulfill the uh, classification uh, conditions, uh, whatever those conditions are. So, uh, we'll be keeping an eye on that. And I find it very, very funny um, that it's going to be a day before 9-11, um, uh, September um, 11th, 2021. So, it's, it's weird um, anomalies and um, situations that come up when it comes to dates and numbers and things like that <clears throat> but anyway we'll just keep an eye on it this is coming from the crypto theory.org uh, dubai's first blockchain backed precious metal refinery this is an article written on april 22nd 2021 and um, we're headed to um, that um, place where um, precious metals are going to um, come on the scene as far as, um, you know, people starting, you know, peek their eyes at it. And um, I believe that um, as crypto goes, um, precious metals will go, whether it be up or down. And I believe once um, the market changes um, back to a bullish momentum for cryptocurrencies, uh, then you will um, begin to see um, precious metals shortly uh, follow after um, that. 
in hopes of establishing the largest blockchain-backed precious metal refinery and storage facility, the Dubai Multi-Commodity Center, a free trade zone established by the Dubai government announced the venture of a sale and purchase agreement with REIT Development. Yesterday, as part of the agreement, REIT Development acquired industrial land located in DMCC's thriving business district, um, Jumura Lakes Towers. It was also reported that the 100,000 um, square feet facility is expected to open in the end of 2022. So folks, I'm not sure if I pronounced that right. So um, if you're from that country, I'll ask for your uh, forgiveness for not really knowing. Um, it is said that uh, the blockchain-backed facility will create a decentralized record of all transactions, making it possible to track precious metals that are refined and sold in over 150 countries um, around the globe. And in an interview, Chief Operation Officer of REIT Development, Mike D. Fries, said that blockchain technology can enable more transparency and accurate tracking of precious metal, ensuring there is no dirty gold in circulation and illicit trades. The metals refined will also provide backing for asset collateralized stable coins like gold coin, silver coin, rhodium coin, palladium coin, and platinum coin, just to name a few. These stable coins were run on the Ethereum network and will be reportedly be pegged to the current value of one gram of the corresponding precious metal. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Interesting. So it will be at least $1,900 at the very minimum $1,900. So whatever those are, I don't know, but a very minimum um, to the current value. Whoa. Anyway, um, although the gold and precious metal industry has been at a tipping point, Executive Chairman and Chief Chairman Officer of the DMCC, um, Ahmad bin Salim, is optimistic about the boundless opportunities that lie beneath the uncertainty of a post-pandemic world and through the deployment of blockchain technology to DMCC's partnership with REIT development plays in bringing uh, the UAE um, on the world map as a leader in the precious metals industry. And you can read more from Crypto Education, uh, which is also becoming a fast part of the classroom. So folks, it's heating up. It's getting interesting with precious metals. Um, you can look right here. Market's still down. Boom. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, we're all in good position because we believe in ourselves, right? Anyway, this is coming from the S&P Global Market Intelligent, May 31st, 2021. Indonesia eyes greater financial inclusion with gold-based blockchain system. So um, this that was Dubai. This is Indonesia. So um, this is moving rather rapidly. And I'll get into this article just real quick. The Indonesian government's plan to launch a blockchain-based precious metal-backed payments and savings platform outside the banking system will likely drive financial inclusion further in a country where about 51% of adults or 95 million citizens are unbanked and developed by the Indonesian state-owned postal service PTPOS and form token provider Kinesis, uh, Kinesis um, POSCO, uh, 
I'm not even going to try that, folks. Compliant mobile platform that allows users to trade gold and silver with physical delivery, as well as save, transact, and manage their wealth in digital tokens without bank accounts. So this is very good. Posgo uh, supported the country's National Sharia Council, offers digital assets to gold, um, and is touted as the first Islamic mobile ecosystem business in Indonesia. Okay, the supply of physical, which um, the developers believe will likely attract most volume due to the affinity among uh, the locals, comes from uh, Kinesis partner and founder, Allocated Bullion Exchange, which is an online trading platform. Kinesis and the PT Pause are building a vault to store physical gold inside the country. Kinesis CEO Thomas Coughlin also heads the Allocated Bullion Exchange. So, folks, I mean, they're talking about digital assets being backed by precious metals on the blockchain, things like that. Trust matters. Um, so we're, we're moving fast. I mean, don't think that this stuff has not already been worked out behind the scenes. I just think that it's actually playing out for us all to um, consume and see what's you know going on moving forward. And again, here's another article from Bitcoin Insider. Gold-backed digital tokens to hit the Turkish market following a new partnership. Let's check it out. The partnership enables investors to purchase grams of accredited gold as an ERC-20 token. So, um, again, um, I do believe we will um, have the grams, the half grams, things like that, micro payments, uh, micro pieces of gold which i i have um when i've purchased um so it's kind of interesting that they are doing it that way um very very interesting uh gold wholesalers are starting to find new ways to expand their businesses to retail and thanks to blockchain based tokenization international bullion trading company agabullion of the united kingdom based fintech argus Aris Technologies have signed a partnership to offer gold-backed tokens in the Turkish market. The partnership will see investors own grams of LBMA accredited gold, which we talked, I think we talked about LBMA um, before, gold via RS Gold, and as a gold-backed ERC-20 token on the Ethereum blockchain. RS Gold AWG is minted and distributed by precious metal dealers using RS blockchain based solution gold is the oldest decentralized finance system in the world um, it has become a globally recognized and established ecosystem and he um, added that since the lack of underlying assets and high volatility renders other cryptocurrencies unreliable a physically backed token makes sense we see a huge potential for digital precious metals um, by partner with Aris, we can now use their blockchain platform to facilitate fractional gold ownership in Turkey. Um, so, um, wow. I'll read this quote and this other quote and we'll move forward to the next article. People in Turkey are looking for something reliable and sustainable. Due to a centralized structure, it's not efficient for consumers to buy gold from an online platform provided by banks. And for Agaboyan, the most logical next step is a digital product. Agaboyan is also approved member of Borsa Instable, 
offering the infrastructure, market knowledge, and network of clients for us to expand further usability um, of digital gold and other precious metals in Turkey. So if you're from um, Istanbul, um, Turkey, um, Armenia, um, those places like that, um, I know there's some sort of, you know, line that, you know, can't be crossed with certain, you know, cultures over there. Um, but I want to hear from you. I want to know what you think what's going on over there. If you're in these countries uh, like Indonesia, like Dubai, um, I want to know what, you know, what your thought process is uh, with that. So if I can get some feedback from you folks um, in that area, if you folks are um, there, um, please leave me some information. So, um, you know, I can research, kind of get some insight from you folks out that way and pass it along to other uh, people here in uh, um, the states where I'm at. So anyway, um, this is French and Swiss central banks to test cross-border payments, uh, CBDC payments, and many private tech and financial players are also involved in the project. Um, this was uh, June 10th, which was yesterday. The Bank of France and the Swiss National Bank have joined hands to launch the trial of cross-border transactions using central bank digital currencies. Announced on Thursday, um, the Bank of International Settlements Innovation Hub um, is a partner of the two central banks in the trial, uh, which will be the first such uh, kind in Europe. Additionally, a private consortium of companies including Credit Suisse, Natasix, R3, as which we know, Six Digital Exchange, and UBS led by the IT giant Accenture, which we know also about, are also involved in the trial dubbed the project Jura. The two central banks will focus on wholesale transacting using a digital euro and a digital Swiss franc through a payment versus uh, payment mechanism. So the Bank de France is convinced of the potential benefits of wholesale central bank digital currency to provide maximum security and efficiency in financial transactions and open last year and an experimental program to make progress in this area of the Bank of de France. Deputy Governor Sylvie Gorland said, Gorlard said. So um, they're accelerating the CBDC trials. Um, both the French and the Swiss central banks have been experimenting uh, with the CBDC individually. So, um, the Bank of France became one of the first European central banks to test digital euros in real world transactions uh, with a private player. And in addition, the Swiss counterpart was involved in the CBDC development with the BIS under an initiative called Project Helvetia. So I guess if you click this link there, you could go there um, and check that out. So it's uh, moving faster um, as far as, you know, the CBDCs, cross-border payments, and we all know how that works and how that's going to turn out. And then finally, first European physical gold ATM opens up in Prague, which is in the Czech Republic. Um, this is June 10th, and here we go, folks. You got this gold ATM, and I, I would imagine these things are going to start popping up here um, in the United States as well. We already see the Bitcoin ATMs, and again, when you start seeing this, um, this let you know that you're going to get small microchip, or not micro chips but micro you know micro bars and things like that it's going to be interesting uh, when you get that coming out um, 11 years ago we reported Abu Dhabi's 
um, Emirates Palace Hotel had installed the world's first physical gold ATM. And today, GoldSeek.com's Peter Spina reports that the first physical gold bullion ATM in the Czech Republic has been launched in the center of Prague, with the company looking to add more um, in the near future. The ATM has been installed at the main entrance next to the other cash ATMs, and as you enter one of the main malls in the city center, um, which is this, I don't want to mess that up, I'm already messing up names, so um, please forgive me. Um, upon hearing um, of the gold ATMs unveiling this morning in the Czech News, I had an extremely rare burst of excitement to go to a shopping mall and test it out. And as I confirmed um, by the company Gold.Plus, I was their first client. The machine offers three options, but only two were in stock. A 1 gram gold bar, a 10 gram Argar Harris gold bar, and a 1 ounce bar. Um, so the machine accepts cash only euros or check knows um, and you are not required to register your purchase with an ID or registering a phone number but there is a limit for anonymous purchases whatever um, the CZK um, euros similar to laws in the USA which is $10,000 the prices were very competitive to the 10 gram gold bars at other major prey gold stores 10 grams for 14,300 um, 14, CZK um, or 563 euros. And buying was a fast, it, buying was fast and simple. You select which gold bar you want, then feed the machine bank notes and hit the purchase. So that's interesting. This is cool. And it just slides on right out there like that. And this is awesome. And I, I think that a lot of people will love uh, this right here. I know I would. I would. I would actually most definitely use it. So you watch the video there, see how that works out um, as far as that's concerned. And again, folks, if you guys are into precious metals like I am, um, you know, you know, do what you can. Um, a lot of times, again, I like to go to um, the um, shops where you got antiques, you got different type of stuff. And again, I went down to um, Hermosa Beach and I went back to that store um, this past weekend, last weekend, and I, not last weekend, but the um, week weekday last week before I took off to Vegas, I went down there and um, I bought a hundred and something dollars, like $115, $16 worth of um, stuff that are like, I got some Indian head nickels, I got, you know, some pennies that are 1974 uncirculated you know and I got other you know real life um, silver and the value of it is probably way more than you know 100 bucks that I spent so um, I'm in good shape in a good position but again um, silver is my guy um, I love silver so you know when I talk to the silver dealer at Atmex I make sure that um, you know I get some of those good products coming my way, and again I, I I try to do my best as far as adding every single month. Um, last month I did say I was going to purchase an order, I was not able to. But what I did realize and remember is that I went to um, the Goodwill and there was these um, these book. I'll, I'll show you a picture eventually um, on the next video. There was these like book. Um, these men that were, you know, cast, 
cast it with um, real silver. And it's like, uh, you know, where you put it against a book where you keep the books together. So there's two things look like they're pushing the books together. Um, I'll show you. They're really unique. Um, five bucks a piece. And these things are, I don't know, maybe at least five ounces of silver a piece of how they've been molded. So, um, again, if you are into like your Goodwill, your um, places of that, um, I would highly recommend going in there because you can find um, treasures. And I do. So, anyway, guys, I want to end this video um, at this time. Thank you for coming back to watch the video, share the video, like the video, hit the thumbs up the rumble button as well and um, if, again if you don't mind sharing it on your favorite platforms um, it would be greatly appreciated so um, anyway guys have a wonderful weekend have a great um, time do something fun new and exciting spend time with family uh, friends and loved ones and make sure you take care of those um, around you god bless take care and as always treat everyone with class dignity and respect bye bye